Welcome, fellow human, to the Disorganized Productions Podcast. The show that fuels your spirit, ignites your potential, and helps you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Rob, and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you, tap into your limitless potential, and conquer life's challenges. Welcome, fellow humans, to another episode of the Disorganized Productions podcast. Today, we have a very, very special guest. We got Raul Hilliard on the show, and Raul is the host of the Firmamental podcast. He's a truth seeker. He is a flat earth theory believer. He likes biblical earth. The... Uh, Zetetic Cosmology, and he's going to talk about that a little bit more, Secret Societies, Paranormal Activities, Exposing Conspiracy that Will Break Your Mind Free from the Matrix. And he worked as a hospitality and food service, and he, uh, he has a passion for culinary art. He worked as a union sheet metal worker and as a medical supervisor in plasma donation. He did a lot of things, but he worked also in the film industry in New Mexico, where he was providing testing and mobile lab services for various film productions during the pandemic, the scandemic, I had to say. And now he works in the security sector, and he is the host of the Firmamental podcast. I want you to welcome with me my brother, Raul. How are you doing, Raul? I'm good, man. Hope everybody over there with the disorganized, you know, team is doing well. Glad to be here with you, Rob. And uh, yeah, you're right. I did work in the film industry for a hot minute over here, but uh, I was on one. I worked with one show, the duration of one show out here, and it was a show called Outer Range. So I, 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 I worked on one. It's actually a Amazon Prime show with Josh Brolin. Great show, by the way. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, the listeners do not know because they don't see us, but uh -uh. we have quite some time difference, isn't it? New Mexico is about eight hours later than where I'm uh, at right now. and um, But actually behind you, because I'm still, I think it's what, still Wednesday over here, and it's Thursday where you're at. <laughs> exactly, Thursday morning. And um, for, for the listeners, I, I got two hearing aids, and th these, th these are uh, connected to a special alarm clock with blinking, with noise, and you have to pull this shit out just to get, uh, you have to get out of bed because otherwise... Everybody's going to be awake, right? It didn't went off today. And <laughs> so, so, so we, we're already in a twilight zone, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't... It's all good, brother. We're here and, and we're going to get it done. Yes, we're going to get it done. Exactly. Um, Raul's very special to me because uh, about um, six months ago, seven months ago, I heard 
uh, podcast with George Hobbs from the Flat Earth Files. Shout out to George Hobbs. And uh, Raul was on that show. And uh, eventually, six months ago, he started his own podcast, The Firmamental. Check that out, brothers and sisters. It's really cool show. And they talk about everything. If it's going to mm -hmm. be music, conspiracy theories, flat earth files, uh, secret societies, all that stuff passes the review. And that's really cool because, um, you know, everyone has something in it that wants the truth. And we're going to dig into some more later in this show. <clears throat> First of all, um, I want to tell a a little bit about my struggles and then Raul's going to probably jump into his struggles that he has because mm -hmm. there's a devil on this earth with us that deceives us all the time. And the devil I have and the demons that I have within me are the ones that took me into drugs and into alcohol abuse. And it's good to drink a beer, but sometimes it's really hard mm -hmm. to keep it up. Uh, for me, this journey ended quite a while ago in 2016, where they uh, um, they found out that I had a perforation and um, an inflammation in my intestines. I had that three times, and in 2018... They had to search, uh, they had to operate me and took 35 centimeters of my intestines out. Um, and I had to change my life. And still, it's a daily struggle because it's very normal for us people to drink coffee, to have a beer, uh, stuff like that. And um, I, I want to talk to my brother Raul with it. Uh, so please, brother, go on, man. What do you got for me? Yeah, no, you know, I I've definitely struggled with uh with demonic forces in my life, but you know, through Christ we have power and authority through him, right? And I have been redeemed to some of these things, but we're human and sometimes we we fall back into old ways. But we need to get what we need to understand when we fall off, we need to get back on the pony again. You just don't stay down. So, you know, uh, Rob and myself, we actually, I'm just going to be straight up with your listeners. You know, we tried to record an episode before we released it for a hot minute and decided to pull it because I decided it wasn't a proper representation of what, what me and my team are all about. And I wanted to give your listeners uh, a better segment, a better episode, more calculated with me, sharp-minded and sober. And the last time we recorded, I had recorded like an episode earlier that night. It got late. I was having some drinks. I think I just had one too many. And when I listened to myself, I was like, you know what, I deserve to do better here. But, you know, it's it, things happen in life and we make these choices and it and it just shows me, you know, especially when you're doing something like this and, and especially when you're trying to promote the truth and trying to promote God, you you don't want to stick your own foot in your mouth and, and sound like a hypocrite. So I wanted to tell people, you know, we make mistakes, we're human beings, but we don't stay down. We get back up and we keep pursuing the truth and we keep pursuing our mission because that's what the enemy would have us do is just give up, right? and and not do the things that we're supposed to do to serve the kingdom and further you know expanse the truth and get it out to people and it's all about waking people up but at the same time we need to be aware that uh we're on the enemy's radar when we're out here doing this and talking about these subjects so 
if you're not getting attacked spiritually, then you're not doing his work. You're not doing God's work, <laughs> you know, and I've definitely had my share of spiritual attacks, but with Christ, I have the authority to, to rebuke them. I know I'm bought and paid for by the blood of the lamb and I'm a warrior. So I don't stay down. I get back up again and I'm here with you once again, and we're going to redeem ourselves. But I did have a few scriptures that I wanted to share and without getting too much into my personal testimony, you know, I've, I've struggled, man. I mean, I pretty much tried every drug out there except for like fentanyl and some of this new stuff that's out, but, uh, and not glorifying that lifestyle, but you know, I've been through the ringer mm. and, uh, you know, definitely struggle with alcohol. And, uh, one of my drugs of choice was cocaine. And there was a period of my life when I was heavy into to cocaine and, and alcohol because the two go hand in hand with one another, right? Oh yeah. Too much cocaine with not enough alcohol. You know, you're too wired and you, and, and, you, and you can't sleep and you have that horrible come down and alcohol takes the edge off and too much alcohol, you get sloppy and lazy and alcohol and, and cocaine wakes you up. So the two go together and it's this, you know, this horrible mixture of, you know, and then other things come in, you know, uh, yeah. womanizing and philandering and all this crazy stuff that goes along with that lifestyle, you know, and, and mm. I'm, I like yourself was, you know, have been a performing musician in the past and I've done a lot of things, but I've redeemed myself from these things. But, uh, you know, some of these things I don't mess with anymore, but definitely the drink I still partake in from time to time. And I got to learn to be careful with that too, mm. you know, because it's very easy for one to turn into four, four to turn into five, five, turn into 10, you know, and you yeah. just keep going, you know, we got to learn to to do things in moderation and, and learn when it's time to take a chill pill. And obviously, honestly, with, with your listeners, you know, right now it's time that uh, I, I need to put my focuses in other places and learn to set that to the side. And now's not the time. So I'm glad to be back on here with you. Be sober minded. And I, I am going to share a couple of scriptures, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, please do, brother. Please do. You know, and I was just I was just uh, looking, you know, and these are just a, a couple short scriptures to start with. You know, but specifically with alcohol and in, in Proverbs 20, uh, 20 dash one, it says wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Once again, wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. You know, so we know. <laughs> We know what strong drink can do to you, and we know the stupid decisions that you can make when you're having strong drink, right? Exactly. This is another. This is another one that the the word talks about. You know, and everything. You know, God's not against wine, right? Jesus turned water into wine. There's a time and a place, but when you're doing it just to do it, you know, and we could always make an excuse to do it, but do you have control of it, or does it have control of you? You know, and 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 when I first really got a hold of these demons and was able to beat them it was one of it was my one of my favorite uncles my uncle tony put me at the ranch in northern new mexico and isolated me and separated me from everything and i roughed it for a while got reconnected with nature refound my focus and and that's when i came back to albuquerque i went to school became a medic worked in that field for a while you know of course with the pandemic things changed and i didn't want to take the vaccine i redirected my course you know i did some union sheet metal work that was really political too because of the union and uh, and then I went from there, went back to working in the film industry because uh, I found a loophole job where they hired me based on my credentials, but I didn't have to be vaccinated. I just had to get tested 
and I was working a uh, standby for certain scenes and working on a mobile testing crew and, and working lab work for the duration of the show. And then from there, um, God provided a way for me to, to find another career. And I ended up becoming an armed security officer. And now I'm doing that. And I, I work as an armed security guard at a bank and I'm able to do this podcasting thing and, and, uh, pursue other pleasures that, 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 that I enjoy that I believe are positive for my life. Like I got a chance to coach my kids baseball team and, and, uh, you know, I get to go to church on, on the weekends because I don't have to work on the weekends anymore. I'm not working these crazy hours and I can podcast in the evening times when I get off of work. So I'm real grateful for this, but, uh, you know, I had before I, I found my focus and, and, and found these callings, you know, and, and thank God for podcasting. Cause it really has given me a way to, you know, I'm not into the hip hop scene anymore. I might come out and make a few songs here and there, drop something for the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at making a song for somebody, documentary filmmaker. I'm not going to talk about right now, but I'm going to come out the woodworks and reproduce some music. I would like to do a collaboration with you, by the way, but podcasting has really given me a positive way to direct my energy because I've always been a conspiracy theorist and dug in the occult and wanted to know what was really behind a lot of these things the paranormal experiences that I was having. And I know I'm kind of getting off track. I'm going to get back to reading the scripture, but I did want to mention this because I'm grateful to be where I am. Mm. And this is really where I should be putting my focus and my energy and, and leaving the old lifestyles behind, but they can come back and, and they can drive a wedge into the the goals that we're setting for ourselves now. So we need to be aware of these things, you know? Yeah. And God uh, moves in mysterious ways. Yeah. And there's this other scripture that I wanted to share from you. It's from uh, Isaiah 5.11. Uh, let me find it here. Uh, Isaiah 5.11. And this is, a, this is a really powerful one, man. It says, Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink, that continue until night, till wine inflameth them. <laughs> Oh, we know we've wow. done that, right? Yeah. Woe to them that rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink that continue until the night till wine inflame them, you know, and, and I've been guilty of this right in the past, you know, you're like, oh, oh yeah, me too. Job. I'm a sinner. I got a hangover. I got a hangover. I'm just going to have a beer, you know, take the edge off. It's never just a beer, right? You <laughs> start, you get that good little day buzz and you're like, oh, the sun's out. It's great. I have the whole day. Start feeling good. Start listening to your music. And next thing you know, you're drinking all day long. And by the time nighttime rolls around, you're this, you're a drunk asshole. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy anymore, you know? And I know. Yeah, go ahead. It's really strange that it's allowed it's allowed to get your drinks. It's allowed to get alcohol, tabac, all that stuff. It's allowed. And I think that's that's also one of the plays of the devil to deceive us, to to keep us down from that what we are. We are very powerful humans. Uh, we are very powerful beings. And uh, with all these things that they say, oh, it's, it's okay to go ahead to... to to get your drinks, to get your coffee and stuff like that. It's a pineal gland is gonna is normally crystallized to pick up all the stuff, the good stuff from the universe and to connect with the creator or whatever you're gonna call it, if it's gonna be Allah for you or Mohammed or um you know, God that there is a creator where you can connect with. 
and you can't if you if you use these substances. So um, that that's one of the one part of the play that that the devil does with us, I think. And it's like driving in a in a in a very big muscle car to deal with all these stuff like alcohol and drugs and stuff like that. I think it's okay to to do that. But if you're driving with a big muscle car, you have to be very careful not to speed again, you know, because when you when, when you hit the gas a little bit, it's it's gonna be it's gonna taking off. And I, I feel like walking on eggs sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go ahead, brother. Yeah, no, I just think that, uh, you know, it's all learning to be, some people just need, you know, people that are struggling with some of this stuff, the only answer is to completely quit and walk away from it. And it's not easy. That's the hardest thing to do. And one of the things that I learned in the times when I have gained control over, you know, I don't do the drugs anymore, you know, but definitely alcohol, if I'm not careful with it, can definitely creep back in. And you know what? It's very easy though, if I was super drunk and, 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 you know, some drug that I used to tangle with in the past shows up and you're inebriated at the time and you can make an excuse to even go back and reuse once again. You know what I mean? I think that for some people though, they can, they can walk away from it. They can learn to use it in moderation. They can say, you know, I'm going to allow myself to have this many and then, and then turn it off. And then there's other ones of us that once we get started, we just don't stop till we're passed out or sloppy you know what i mean yeah and uh i'm not saying that every time i drink i turn sloppy there are those times when i could have a few drinks and that's it but i got to be careful because i know that i have the capability to not just press the gas when i need to to pass somebody or or speed up you know if i need to but i have the capability of sometimes like you said just smashing down on that pedal and just going balls to the wall Okay. You know, and I've always kind of been an extremist, no matter with what I'm doing, whether it's this podcasting thing and, and taking it full force and taking the bull by the horns and, and, and going to the extreme and talking about all this crazy stuff, you know? And like you said, on our podcast, we don't just talk about one thing. We have episodes about, you know, alternative, you know, health cures, you know, what's going on with our food supply you know, biblical cosmology, level playing, flat earth, the esoteric secret societies, new world order. But then sometimes we have fun, you know, and talk about some of our favorite music or, or episodes where we reminisce about things that have happened in the past. And then also we just interview interesting people, mm. uh, you know, ex NASA employees, documentary filmmakers, people writing books. So it's tremendous. And I've learned something from every episode that, that, that we've done and every guest that's come on the show, you being, being one of them. You know, a great episode too, by the way, I think you're like number six or seven. Yeah. yeah. And I have like 40 some episodes now. I think I'm on like episode. Well, with the ones I just recorded tonight, I'm going to get up to like 46, 47 episodes. So for you to be in the top 10, wow, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, You're in the top 10 on my numbers. So shout out to you. But, you know, um, getting back to just everything always to the extreme with me. So I got to understand that too. And I got to understand that with the drinking. And, you know, I got to make it a promise to myself, like there's a time and a place, you know, but learn to use it in moderation. And some people, that's what I was going to say, they just can't use it in moderation. Mm. Some people just need to walk away from it completely and and learn 
And, and, and the, the, the number one thing that I will say to somebody who's trying to get sober, 12 step programs can work for some people and work those steps. If that's your thing, do it. Alcoholics Anonymous and their platform. I know a lot of people that were successful through that. Other people, God, if God wants to heal you, cure you and, and release you from those demons and those shackles, I, I've seen it happen too, where somebody just, you know, in the snap of a finger was just said, I'm done. They haven't experienced they reach this wall, they fall flat on their face. They're just like, I'm done. And they walk away from it. Mm. And, uh, and, and there's other people that, uh, you know, they, 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 they dance with the devil back and forth, you know, and that's kind of been me. I've kind of danced with the devil back and forth when it comes to the strong drink. But, uh, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'll never drink again, you know, because, I'm not so prideful and arrogant that I'm going to say that because I don't want to make myself to be a fool, you know, and, and you know what, I just want to learn to use it in moderation and learn to do it. There is a time and a place to really let loose and have some fun on special occasions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I get together with my brothers, you know, and we're on vacation somewhere, we're having fun. We don't have work the next day. We're going to a concert. We got a designated driver and we're just going to tie one on with the buddies. Hey, there's a time and a place, but just to be doing that in your everyday life, just because you work the hard day and you're like, oh, I deserve this. And then you wake up the next day and I have to go to work with an angle where that shit ain't cool. You know, save it for family gatherings, you know, where everybody's letting loose, letting their hair down. Save it for, you know, weddings or vacations or special events. You know, exactly. I want to kind of leave it to that. You know, I got other things to focus on. So mm. it is a it is a daily struggle and it is something real that a lot of people around our world struggle with. And especially in these times with all the craziness going on in our world and ever since the pandemic and the stress levels are super high for people, it's very easy to crawl into a bottle or to crawl into, uh, you know, some, some dope in a bag or whatever it is, whatever your fix, your pills, you know, and even food, something like food can become somebody's drug. Oh yeah. You know? Sugar addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, that, that's the crazy part, right? Because exactly what you said, some people, really do need a program and um have a, have a buddy with them uh, a buddy that 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 is uh uh has been through all that stuff so he can relate to an, an experience of uh, an expert by experience who who can uh take him by the hand and um other people uh, just like me I know how to moderate but I need sometimes to to get off that edge and and to to hit the gas really, really fast because uh, we, we all need we, we all need sometimes to 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 get wasted. I think I, I think it's it's a normal thing that uh, you know just to forget all the things that uh, that pop up in your life or uh, things that are um, in your life that that you're dealing with or struggle with just to go and 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 to get wasted a little bit, and that's okay. But as you said, brother. Um, if you do that on a, on a, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, then it's gonna be harming you. And I'm I'm I love to to smoke pot. I I I smoke pot since my I think I was 12 years old when I started smoking and when I doing uh, uh, pot. I was smoking joints every goddamn day. And I, I told you, Raul, but I'm gonna tell the listeners also because I I think it's good to open up and to be vulnerable on this one. Um, three weeks ago, I uh, I opened the Bible and I was I was a little bit foggy in my head about, you know, working and then getting a joint at, 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 uh, 
uh, at the evening just to to get my mind still and stuff like that and i asked the lord um could you help me with this because i think for my focus it's better not to smoke drinking it's okay i i can skip that one uh it's it's not my thing not anymore but i haven't smoked pot since the last three weeks now wow and how it's happening i don't know it's 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 uh it's something in my system that clicked and it's some kind of responsibility i call it in in my course in in my thing i call it cpr so commitments mm. responsibilities and priorities and if you want to get things done you need to take responsible for your own actions you need to be accountable for your own actions and I knew I was accountable for myself for all the things that I do and did, but somehow there was this 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 little mist, this little fog in inside of my head by the things that I did. Um, so I, I just basically asked the Lord, and um, He provides me with some strength. And there's no need for me now. And I'm not going to say I think that's the biggest problem with 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 people that are um, addicted to whatever. That they say, I'm never, ever going to do it again. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. Because you never can say, never, ever again. But the ways you do it, and on the occasions that you do it, that makes sense. As you said, with family, with some holidays, with friends going to a concert. You, you, you could get wasted, and that's okay. But the day after... You have to be sober again. You have to be focused again on the things that you want to do. You're going to achieve your goals much more easier if you're if you're sober. That's it. I mean, yeah, that, that that's it. I I think that that just setting the bar too high is overwhelming for people that have struggled with substance abuse. And when you say never, you're just you're 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 building a huge mountain, right? And you never know what you're going to encounter as you're climbing up that mountain, you know. But if you break it down step by step and you just say it like today, I'm going to start with today and make the conscious choice not to use today because I have things to do. I want to focus on you, Lord. Help me to find joy in being sober. Help me find joy in your Holy Spirit. Help me find joy in my life, my family, my work, whatever it is that, that you're doing that day. And just start there and take it one day at a time. And next thing you know, you start to stack days. One day turns into two and you're like, Hey, I didn't drink today. you I didn't, I didn't use drugs today. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Stack another one, another one, another one. Next thing you know, you look back, you're like, wow, man, I have six months of sobriety. Wow, man, I have a year of sobriety. That's how people are doing it. But if you say like, I'll never ever again, like you're just, you're, you're really, looking way too far ahead when really the, the battle starts just day by day. That's, mm. that's the way I, I kind of think about it. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Don't, that, don't worry about winning the whole war. Wor worry about winning the battle. That the battle. Or you exactly. worry about the outcome of the whole war. You know? Exactly. Just, just focus on the battle you're in now, you know, because you'll overwhelm yourself and you will succumb to the enemy's attacks and the stress will overcome you. But mm. if you just focus on the task and, I think it's a lot easier. And that's just some advice to people out there that might be struggling. Yeah. I mean, it's great to have that mentality like, hey, 
I, I never want to do this again. Good. That's a good thought, but don't overwhelm yourself. Take it day by day. Mm, exactly. Exactly. I think that's the biggest problem with us people. And, um, what really helps, what really helped me is to talk to people about the things that, that, that are on your mind. And when you struggle that you can reach out or text someone like, Hey man, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a struggle right now because there are a lot of people that can relate with you and they can say, Hey man, just, just have a, a fast phone call and to pump each other up, man, because you know what it is for yourself, for your own system, it's really good if you uh, like five or six days off with the drugs and off with the alcohol, then then it feels uh, different than when, when you only have one day that you didn't do it. Because it's yeah. kind of, it, 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 it gives you more power, it gives you more focus, and eventually when when the when the week start into month and the month start uh, into years you're you're aware what your what your uh what your monkey on your back is that's going to play around but it gives you strength because you know okay wow i got one week what what i do it now i'm i'm not that week ahead i'm 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 a week down for example so that, that that's that's feeding me positive energy and i think that's one of the things that we need to know that there are always people out there that want you know that have your back and mm -hmm. that 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 kill that monkey or beat it up beat that monkey up on your back <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i think to you know as you take it day by day but you stack days and you have i mean and let's let's even pivot not just alcohol or um you know, drugs, like Athlete. anything you're trying to, yeah, anything that you're trying to uh, smoke, yeah, smoking cigarettes, uh, vaping, uh, a certain sure. dietary changes, taking food, yeah, certain food items out. Even somebody who's like eats fast food all the time, say like, hey man, I'm not going to eat fast food today. I'm not going to eat fast food today. I'm not going to eat fast food today. And then, you know, you get a month behind you and you're like, wow, man, you know what? I've been eating healthy and I haven't ate fast food in, in a day and I've been going to the gym and now look at me, you know, uh, physiologically our bodies start to change you mm -hmm. know and so when you when you when you get these stack these days of sobriety or whatever it is you're battling or or or, or fasting from you, you your body also starts to physiologically change which also changes our psyche mm -hmm. and it does it does reinvigorate you you know one of the things i think that we need to learn and start getting into and i would challenge you and probably all the other guys in the firmament so i think we should do some some uh intermittent fasting you know? oh yeah i do that uh, i do that already you know um sun gazing um grounding these are some things that i'm trying to incorporate into my it's kind of hard to do now during the holidays with the fasting and stuff but uh you know these are things i've been trying to do is like you know sun gaze you know um take my shoes off take my socks off go stand on the bare ground outside for yeah. a while each day you know cool shower that, yeah negative uh yeah, maybe not cold, but, but yeah, I, I, I haven't done that one. I, dude, I, I like my water, but you know, uh, I do, I do, uh, soap. So, you know, like a, like a hot bath with Epsom and, and, uh, bentonite clay. I don't know if you know that stuff. Oh yeah. Pulls yeah. toxins right out of your body. You know, um, Epsom's good for like, you know, sore muscles and stuff, help you relax, help you get a good night's sleep. But yeah, there's, there's things that we can be doing to, to reinvigorate ourselves without, without having to use. But I think, 
two, once you really start to connect to God and you have a really good positive day, I, I could get high off doing a podcast. I, I record a kick-ass podcast or an episode where I feel is like tremendous. I'm like so proud of, of it and it puts me on cloud nine and I just can't wait to release it. And here are the emails that are I know that are going to start to flood in. And that really lifts me up. You know what I mean? And it's just being consciously aware of what we're doing. And I appreciate you um, for, you know, respecting my wishes not to release that last episode. And I'm, I'm grateful to my brother, Alex, too, for holding me accountable. And that's what we should be doing for each other as brothers, not only of God, but brothers in this movement that we're trying to to build in this these truths that we're trying to bring to people, which we're going to get into now. But I think it was exactly. important to have this discussion. I think it was important to have this discussion. Yeah. And just make it real and relatable to people. And I am going to share one more. Uh, you know, you were talking about deception. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't even have my glasses on. So that's why I was struggled with some of these readings. But I'm, this, this Bible <laughs> no I have is a tremendously beautiful Bible. <laughs> but the print on it is so small. I should probably turn on another light in here. But let me see. Let me let my eyes adjust. Okay. But I was reading this earlier. It's uh, it's uh, Ephesians 5, 6 through 14 man this is a tremendous word i said let no man deceive you with vain words for because of these things cometh the wrath of god upon the children of disobedience but be not ye therefore partakers with them for ye were sometimes darkness but now ye are light in the lord walk as children of light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Amen. So, you know, so when I think of that, you know, it's like, take no parts in unfruitfulness, but yet be part of the truth. And, and when you become that part of the truth, and you marry yourself to Christ, become, become that light, you know, and manifest that light and reprove you know, we're trying to expose the things that are done in secret and darkness, but we can't do that unless our own lights are shining. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we are the light that, that exposes the dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's that Holy Spirit that he gave us that gives us the authority to expose these truths. So let's get into some of these truths, man, and let's expose some of these things that they're doing in secret so oh, people yeah. can be aware of them so we can equip ourselves. And and we you want some stuff. We got some stuff, conspiracy junkies. We got some stuff for you. So, <laughs> um, tell me, Raul, what what brought you to being a flat earther right now? Because I know that you had some uh, some things going on, just like oh, just like a lot of people of us that that mm. when when they hear it, they just like, what the hell? Come on, man! I'm gonna debunk this. Yeah, I know. Just in a second, and then you go down the rabbit hole. Tell yep. me about your journey, brother. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, me, like I said, I've, I've researched conspiracy for quite some time. I'd say what really got me into conspiracy was a homie that I used to record music with and, and 
I mean, he showed me, I mean, just a few months after 9-11 happened, this dude was already all over it saying it was an inside job and this and that. Of course, the first time he told me that, I was like, no way. I was buying the official mainstream narrative of the, you know, the Islamic terrorists hijacking these planes. And, you know, I, I, I bought that whole story, you know, I was like, why would they have a reason to lie? You know, I didn't, I wasn't hit to the Patriot Act and all the other things that, that came behind 9-11, you know, that forever changed America. But, uh, you know, he told me, no, man, I'm serious. Watch this documentary with me. And, uh, he showed me this documentary film. I don't know where the hell he found it. It was, you know, the internet those days was around, but it was definitely a lot different than it is now. And to watch a, a film of that length, I think we had to wait like half a day for it to download or something crazy. <laughs> but, you know, he shows me this movie, this documentary film movie, which I can't, I can't, I don't know what it was called, but it was a, 9-11 documentary and it showed it broke it all down you know it talked about uh now i can't remember the gentleman's name but the guy that that owned the buildings and how he just happened to not go to work that day and and about you know the insurance policy and and the missing money and the you know tower seven and the the improvised explosive devices and how that building was built not to take that in the whole works you know what i mean and after i really saw it and then you start to research the the patriot act and what they were doing and and basically they were able to spy on the american people and take our freedoms away from us you know so you see what's behind it money agenda wars you know what i mean mm-hmm. and in, in that, that so so that opened the floodgates for me and then just throughout my life and I'm getting up the flat earth, but I'm going to skip a lot because I've studied a ton of, <laughs> of of conspiracies, you know, and we, we've been through a bunch of them. But, uh, you know, big ones like JFK and, you know, of course, researching the, the Illuminati and the New World Order and secret societies. And what really got me into that was I had a lot of like weird paranormal experiences. I've had, you know, uh, ghostly spirit encounters. I've had multiple UFO experiences. I've even encountered crypt, like a cryptid encounter in northern New Mexico on a couple occasions. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into the details with that. If you want to record an episode about some of my paranormal experiences, I'll become I'll be glad to come on and give you details. But you know, I had a handful of these crazy experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it drove me to like God. I want to know what these things are. Show me what these things are. And then, of course, like having these UFO experiences is one of them tremendously crazy and mind-blowing. All I'll tell you guys is that, thank God I wasn't by myself. And we saw a massive UFO in northern New Mexico. I mean massive, dude. This thing took up a big portion of the sky, and it's just coming closer and closer and closer to us. It was terrifying. And I prayed against it in, in the Lord's name, in Jesus' name, in Yahshua's name. And this thing went away. And I was like, whoa, like if, if you didn't just prove your authority to me that you are who you say you are, like, bro, I'll never question you now. Cause this thing went away when I prayed in his name. You know what I mean? Wow. So that's what, and, and then God showed me through time. You know what I mean? Because I got into the ancient astronaut theory and thinking that aliens were from another galaxy or another planet or, or what are the grades? Are they interdimensional? Are they this? Are they that? You know, and now what I, this is, my personal opinion, I have to take my word for it, but you know, I believe that these entities that they call aliens are angels, fallen angels. You know what I mean? And the one third that fell with Lucifer. And the reason why they're into genetics is because 
their eternal beings that weren't meant to procreate. Now they did create the Nephilim at one time, which God wiped out with the flood, right? Genesis six. But the Nephilim now are the demons that we battle, the disembodied spirits, right? They're demonic spirits and people contact them through conjuring or, or Ouija boards or, or, or rituals or summoning and magic, you know, with a K, you know, but, uh, I didn't have all these revelations. I asked God and God kind of showed me, you know, and he led me to this point where he showed me like, you know, these entities aren't from this other far off realms. They're here, they're spiritual and you know what it really is all about too like i believe the alien abduction phenomenon is just about them amassing an army to battle with god's legion when they return because they're outnumbered right mm. so they're into genetics they're into genetics they're that's what transhumanism modern day is all about you know marrying man with technology so these disembodied demonic spirits can come in and possess you and take over your mind you know and then they can have bodies to articulate because the nephilim after they were destroyed by the flood are disembodied spirits but they still roam the earth looking for for souls for people souls to devour right and mm-hmm. overtake yeah you know but then you also physically still have the fallen angels so but this kind of leads me into flat earth you know so i i'm into like you know researching the occult researching the secret societies mystery religions obviously the bible studying other religions studying all this stuff getting a grasp on on what's really behind the new world order getting deep into all these conspiracies and then you know i started obviously listening to a lot of podcasts about cryptids and all this stuff and just like you you know i started listening to i didn't get the whole big flat earth boom during its big heyday before it started getting censored and deplatformed on youtube you know it had its free run for a while and it was the most searched uh, topic on YouTube, bro. Mm. That's crazy to think about. It was the m- most widely searched topic. I don't know. I probably did see it, like you know, because I would watch conspiracy videos when they when you could still find them easily on YouTube. Um, but I think when I would see these ones and just the term flat earth, or it would come up, and I was like, "That's fr- ridiculous, bro." I'm not even <laughs> that. I just skip right past it. You know what I mean? It didn't. It, I it, I didn't get it back then. But you know, obviously. Praying and asking God for the truth, he eventually led me to this point. And I got led to it, kind of like how, I think how you did. You know, I'm fairly new to the flat earth, but I've went balls to the wall since I have become a flat earther. I like to call it level. Or I like to call myself a, a level plane geocentrist. Okay. Oh, wow. Flat earth, though. The flat earth, though, is is the term that people more widely know. So I understand why George Hobbs choose to, chooses to use that name. Mm-hmm. So we will call it that. But like for me, it, it does still sound kind of funny and i think for people that are on the fence i think when we speak like just in in planes they're talking about we live on a stationary plane that with where water is level and and the earth is the center of the universe not the sun mm-hmm. you know but uh uh yeah so I, I was listening to these conspiracy theory podcasts and and a few of my favorite ones is like macro aggressions with charlie robinson and obviously fat hunter and uh, you know, tinfoil hat, some of these other ones, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the confessionals, some of these, uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. I know that's not really, but you know, all of these, you know, they have this esoteric cryptid paranormal subject or their conspiracy podcast. Mm-hmm. And because I was listening to these, you know, every now and then, uh, Spotify would throw me suggestions. Uh-huh. And so, 
Uh, and I knew George Hobbs from Fact Hunter because I had listened to Fact Hunter before I listened to Flat Earth Files. So I knew the dude was legit. I know the do- dude does his research. He does his homework. Uh, and he's a tremendous narrator and host. And, and I respect him. And it kept shooting me this Flat Earth Files. And something just one day told me, you know, I had Flat Earth Files, man. I don't know. Just... Man, you know what, dude? I say I'm open-minded. Let's see how open-minded I really am, dude. I'm gonna give this <laughs> shit a chance. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I've 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 caught up on all my episodes of Macroaggressions, caught up on my episodes of Fact Hunter, caught up on my episodes Confessionals. I'm kind of I love Bigfoot, but I need to take a break from him for a while. Like, <laughs> let me see what this flat Earth thing's all about. And I just happened to uh, say I'm gonna give this show ten minutes, and I think I started just. Boom, right off the bat. I think the first episode he made was Why the Lie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and so I I and obviously, dude, I said 10 minutes. If it doesn't catch me, I'm moving on. Uh-huh. Lo and behold, you know, got <laughs> made it through the first episode. I was like, holy crap. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty interesting. I'm not sold, but that's really interesting. I gotta look into this now. One episode's turned into three, three turned into six, six turned into 12, 12 turned into 24. And then next thing you know, I've consumed this whole catalog. Now, you know, <laughs> that I've started podcasting, I'm not able to keep up on every episode yeah. like I used to because I have other shows that we support. Obviously, go back and listen to some of the stuff that we make. You know, I have other podcasters that we're promoting, such as yourself. So I like to go and support these other podcasters. And I've learned of a couple other new shows. So I kind of bounce around, but I still always get to the flatter files. But I pretty much listened to every episode, at least at that point, whatever number I was at, I had listened to all of them. My episode itself, I, I become a flat earther somewhere during this time period, you know, and then I start listening to some of the Bible verses that people are quoting. I start looking into the videos. I start, you know, because he always posts links. So I just started diving in, dude. And I was like, I remember when it really starts to hit me and I prayed to God. I said, dude, is this real? Because I think it's real, <laughs> yeah. Lord. And show me if this is real, I want to get confirmation from you. And I just remember the Lord sending me confirmation in different ways. And, uh, you know, reading the word and then rereading Genesis. Cause when you read Genesis from that perspective, mm-hmm. it gives it a whole new meaning. Okay. And you realize that man has just perverted with science and tried to marry the book of Genesis with their scientism, but the two actually don't mix. No. You know, and everything about the Bible, to me, is a flat-earth, level-playing, geocentric book. Like, just read Genesis right off the bat. I mean, I should open it up and read it to you guys right now, but just go ahead. Like, the sun and the moon and the stars were created for to be a sky clock to tell signs and seasons, a greater a light to rule the day, a greater light to rule the day, a lesser light to rule the night. Not one light that illuminates another light. You know, the stars are, are are here to tell seasons. You know, they're navigational tools. The ancient man knew all this, you know, oh, yeah. over and over and over again. The Bible talks about that it's stationary, that it stands on pillars, that it's that it has a foundation that's immovable, you know. And then you think of these stories like in Joshua 10 where the Lord stops the sun and the moon and and uh, the Tower of Babel and how would that work of building it to the heavens? And then, dude, the firmament. I mean, come on, my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just get into the firmament, man. And then and then you start to think like, okay, what's their science? What's their numbers? And you start to see these ast- 
astronomical numbers and speeds that we're traveling at. And I'm not even going to get into breaking that down, but you're like, I don't feel any of that, you know? Yeah. And then you, and then you, uh, and then you eventually uncover that the moon landing is just bullshit. It's a hoax. I mean, I'm not going to get into that either. You guys go research this stuff, but, uh, I mean, dude, once you realize the moon landing was fake, it's a Stanley Kubrick production. All the people that worked for NASA was a cultist, whether it was Jack Parsons, who was in Aleister Crowley's cult at the Lima, or it was the Nazis that came over during Operation Paperclip and then Werner von Braun and Psalms night uh Psalms nineteen one on his tombstone for God shows through the firmament. And the Stanley Kubrick production and a week earlier him meeting with these uh these uh lead uh individuals from nasa and all that crazy shit and the video now that they say oh that was created by artificial intelligence but stanley kubrick talking about it and then of course they you know they 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 pulled the plug on that stuff but uh Mm -hmm. you know uh like come on think about it richard nixon making a landline phone call talking to these dudes from the boat in 1969 (laughs) when the world's most complex computer was the size of my whole house and and our our my iPhone that I'm talking to you over with right now is like you know like ten thousand times more advanced and holds more storage than that. But these guys were pulling these feats off in 1969. Then you think about it, like you know I'm giving you silver bullets now, but you know they the Earth is a pressurized system and we have gases, you know greenhouse gases. We have carbon, we have oxygen, we have mm-hmm. you know carbon monoxide. We have all the you know all these gases, but supposedly. Like, uh, space is a vacuum. Well, if we live in a pressurized system with all these, you have to have a, 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 a container to hold these things, right? Yeah, exactly. So how are they freely floating out there? If we just got this all of a sudden outer space in this, this void in this vacuum, there has to be a physical barrier. Boom. There's your firmament. And then you get into researching like the melting points of, uh, of what they say, the Van Allen radiation belt. I, I, I think it's, you know, plus 2000 degrees celsius or fahrenheit i don't know but you know plus two thousand degrees and then you look at the melting points of these metals that they were using that they supposedly traveled through this thing in and they're like you're there's no way that makes no sense it makes no sense at all yeah there's no way it could withstand that the melting points of those metals couldn't even withstand that and then you get into the these speeds that we're traveling at and then supposedly like that's what brings our telecommunications and uh, and our internet is all these satellites but dude, at the same time, we're not only spinning at a thousand miles an hour, right? Uh-huh. At you in their model, but we're also trailing the sun at sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Six six six. six there you go. And that all these, all these, all of these satellites. How are they getting all the power? And how are they all? They they're just perfectly keeping up with us all the time, traveling through outer space. And yeah, it's really satellite. See, that's what we know, but. You know, just think about it. It's ridiculous to think that we think that these things are just staying with us in perfectly geo, you know, positioned GPS style and traveling along with us. And then same thing. We over we only ever see one side of the moon. And, and then and then you actually go look and then the moonlight is moonlight is cold, colder than moon shadow. And just all of these things just don't make sense. And then we start to look at the flat, the level plane, flat earth model. And you're like, we can see way too far and we can bring ships back into focus and their their flight manuals all talk about landing on a flat, non-rotating surface. And and if you're you don't you don't train you 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 train how you're gonna fight, right? Like they're not doing that for shits and giggles. 
uh, you know, even radar and sonar, they don't work around curves. And when have you ever seen water curve? And then Never. everybody's like, well, the planets are round and the and this and that. Yeah, the images that they show you, if you go look at it in a high-powered telescope or you go look at it in a P900 camera, I'm sorry, those celestial bodies don't look like the images that they're showing on NASA's website. And then you go research and you look at their little excerpts and they, they say, this is an artist's rendition of this planet. Mm. Like, why are they making CGI and artist renditions if that's the way they really look? And matter of fact, I, I riddle me this, Batman. Okay, NASA. So you're showing us what the what the face of Jupiter or Mars looks like, you know, and, and you're showing us this terrain like they showed us the face on Mars and the supposed pyramid on Mars with these, you know, big, badass satellite you know, uh, telescope cameras that they have. It's like, okay, guys, why don't you take the ISS or the Hubble telescopes or any of those supposed, you know, rovers that you have in outer space and, and strap them with the same technology, camera tech, you know, telescope camera technology that you're using from here to take supposed pictures of those planets. Why don't you take one from outer space or the rover that's supposedly on Mars, turn it around and shoot it at Earth and super zoom into Earth Woo-hoo. and show us cats, sh- sh- show us cats uh, sailing a ship upside down around Australia or show us somebody <laughs> driving a car upside down or, you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. And when you start to think about these things, even like shooting stars, you know, like you're in the Northern Hemisphere, they're called falling stars, right? Uh-huh. So they fall, you know, they, they, they shoot at a downward angle. You know what I mean? And so we're if we're in the yeah, if we're in the northern hemisphere, right, and a falling star is shooting past us, when it goes past us and it passed the the equator, and then now it's going past the southern part of the world, to them it should look like it's shooting up. Tell me, Uh people down below the equator below us, do you Uh see falling stars falling up? No. Does that even make sense? No. Like yeah, and then and then you just think about it. When you really think about it, like even gravity is bullshit. I know that sounds crazy to people that haven't researched this, but let me tell you, it's a theory and density and buoyancy makes sense of that. You know, go research density and buoyancy. That's the actual law of the of the place that we live, not this magical gravitron, mm-hmm. you know, that's holding curving water around a ball. You know, and it's just and then you and then you get to researching just all these people that were behind this, and they're all occultists. They're all in the same secret societies. They all secretly worship Lucifer, and it's all to distract us from our divine creation, that we're the center of the universe, that we are special. Because if if we know this stuff, we are so powerful, and they can't control us. And these people want to maintain control, and it's about money, it's about control, and it's about their agendas. And everything that they're going to try to push against us in this grand deception in the end times— they have to have us believing in this heliocentric model because, oh, we're constantly threatened by meteors or an extraterrestrial invasion. And I'm telling you, in the end times, I think they're going to have false flag meteor meteor slams and it'll be freaking uh, nukes or bombs that they drop and they're going to mm. blame it on them. And then they're going to have a, 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 a badass video and, and, and Project Bluebeam showing Blue something. Beam, yeah, and, yeah, people, yeah. and people are going to be scared and. And it's gonna drive fear through the roof and demonic spirits prey on fear. Got it. Or 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 they're gonna stage an alien invasion with by the way, the fallen angels who are already here, they'll actually reveal themselves and they're gonna and, and I'm telling you, man, I'm just thinking like the Catholic Church will get behind it, they'll endorse it, it'll bring in this new world religion. And I mean that's and imagine. I mean, imagine if the rapture is a real thing 
and and uh you know christ followers get get raptured and a bunch of people disappear from the earth right mm-hmm. and they they can just say oh well we was they got abducted by aliens you know and they can <laughs> you know like i'm serious man i know it sounds crazy but really this end time agenda like global warming you know global i and think of it global global warming global id cards global government it globalist stems from yes globalist it all stems from us believing that we live on this chaotic rock that came out of nothingness mm. if we know the truth and we can pull back the curtain and expose that little shitty wizard behind it we the 99 will take out the one humanity will come to a new stage of enlightenment we will come closer to God and we can take our institutions back because they have been running our institutions for far too long. And that's why some of the hardest people to reach are the most educated people because they've went the furthest and longest in the indoctrination camps. And the further and deeper you get into some of these degrees, whether it's in masonry or degrees from a college, you are further indoctrinated into their heliocentric system. Mm. And uh, But there's a lot of people waking up there's a lot of people asking questions. I look forward to events like like Pastor Greg Odell and uh, who's Team Flat, and then he's oh, yeah. gonna he's gonna debate he's gonna debate Greg Locke, who's gonna defend the globe, and they're gonna have a flat Earth pastor debate. That's gonna be big time. That's happening December second. Can't mm-hmm. wait for that. But I mean, look, they've already ducked and dodged, dude. Like, remember when Joe Rogan was gonna host a debate between Neil deGrasse Tyson and Eric Dubay, and then of course fucking neil degrasse tyson doesn't do it he pulls out because they can't the truth the 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 lies cannot defeat the truth and they know that they will get exposed if they really take a real debate because when we call them out i mean dude go look at it nasa has been caught using wires been caught using flotation tanks and and we've seen pictures of bubbles and 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 mice climbing on supposed <laughs> things that are traveling in space. Yeah, right. Mice in space. Honestly, <laughs> like, come on, man. It's just such a it's just such a hoax, man. We're gonna expose it. Mm. I think one of the 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 the, the biggest things that, that happened to me when I was dugging into some of them rabbit holes was it was making more sense than all the indoctrination that I had and all the theories that they were uh, lie upon, you know, just like, okay. Um, I, I was questioning everything when I was, uh, quite young, you know, why is this and stuff like that? And I got this answer that was indoctrinated by, uh, teachers, but also by my family, by my mom and by my dad It's just the way it is, Rob, that's it. But there was no answer to my question. So I was always a critical thinker. And of course, now they call it conspiracy theorists and stuff like that. But the thing is, if you duck into these these things, it makes more sense than the models that they show you or the theories that they uh, want to tell you. And um, what comes with that also is that you're gonna you, you dig in one rabbit hole and you go to another rabbit hole. You got another question. You got another answer. You got another question. Another answer and. Before you know it, you're just digging into knowledge, wisdom, and stuff like that, and it feeds your brain because it makes much more sense in the realm that we're living in. And that's one of the the the, the, the funniest things. I, I 
I throw my TV out about six years ago or something like that because I couldn't watch any wow. programs or television from their perspective, from their side. Um, and of course, I, I look at I look at stupid stuff on, on the internet because I got a laptop. But I can dig into stuff that I'm interested in, not in yes. that. Look at this. Look at that, and and be be completely numb sitting on a couch and 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 the day passes by and next morning you go uh, do the the old trick again you know you wake up you go to work and and stuff like that and of course i go to work but i work now for myself and uh i, I want to help people and the thing is and, and th that's really uh one of the things that you said people are waking up because um Eventually, it was one of the most searched topics on on Google or on YouTube, like Flat Earth. But it's now mm -hmm. the most censored for one hundred percent sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anything, any anything that they censor is all the stuff that I like looking into. So whether it's yeah. the jab, whether it's the jab, whether it's uh, you know pharmaceuticals, whether it's election integrities, whether it's these wars and what's really behind them, flat earth, like everything that gets you canceled, you know, mass shootings, like all this stuff. That's all the stuff that I'm gonna go dig into, you know. Um, and I'm and and I got my I got sources that I know now are reliable, way more reliable than their media who's been exposed and has mm. flip flopped on so many of these things. And you know what? I think really where the enemy overplayed their hand was during the COVID pandemic, you know, and that woke up a lot of people that were just on the fence who weren't even conspiracy theorists that said, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people fell a lot of, I feel sorry for those people that just went and took the jab right away. Cause they, they still had faith in their, their world governments and their, their leaders thinking that they were looking out for their best interests. And, the, or, or a lot of people did it just because they were scared that they were going to lose their job and they still had to support their family. I feel sorry for these people, you know, that that, that now regret this because there's a lot of people that have vaccine regret. Yeah. And it, so it sucks. But, uh, you know, it, it did wake a lot of people up. And and I never it, it. Sorry. No, I just I'll let you go. But uh, I just think that if, if people start to realize, like, hey, they lied to us about this. This wasn't this massive killer. Like, wait, 99.97 percent survival rate. Like this one, we didn't have this winter of death that they talked about. Like, wait, I, I actually had COVID and I felt like, you know, I'm not saying it, you know, that I felt like shit. That, uh, they, laugh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, um, but there's a uh, dude, I had it a couple of times. It was nothing more than seasonal allergies. You know what I mean? And uh, I just think like a lot of people started to just be like, hold up, man. And then, and then they start to realize like, yeah, man. Hold up, this thing never went through the fourth and fifth clinical phase. And see, that's why I didn't fall for it because I used to work at a plasma center and I know what the testing phases of drugs look like. And I knew they completely bypassed like two or three of them. And I was like, there's no way they could say this is safe and effective and know for 100% sure they haven't even done long-term testing. But now we also know that they've been working on this technology for a long time, but they also misuse this technology. But one thing that really made me pump the brakes on this thing was like gene altering solution graphene gels like think, uh you know technology they, yeah, like, they told us we are testing until 2025 how it's going to impact humans how it's going to be physically and psychology impacted humans so w wait what so you, you're testing and because they can't say you know they can't fetch you up with this you, you got to take the jab 
but what he said here in the Netherlands is, yeah, yeah, you're um, voluntarily you can take it. So a lot of people say, yeah, we want to want to have it. And so what what he br brought out was, if you got the jab, you you maybe you can go to your concert and stuff like that. So a yeah, lot of people yeah, oh, say, yeah. okay, I never we're gonna take it. Carrot. Yeah, and then they said, um, but when you take it, you still can have it. Wait. So you got a vaccine, and then eventually, when I have it, I, I, I suppose supposed to be uh, 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 protected against protected. it, but yeah. you're not. I never had ever in my life a PCR test. Never. See, that sucks. I had to take those, so I'm sure like they probably got me with some shit. But I, I was getting in a burnout on Friday. And on Saturday, they closed everything after my girlfriend rang me and said, Rob, what do you want? Because I was really struggling with myself and stuff like that. My, my inner system locked down. Yeah. And, and she said, Rob, wh what do you want? I said, I want everybody to shut the up, you know. I, I want everything to stop. And an hour later, she called me and she said, be careful what you wish for because yeah. was living upside a bar at that time and she said everybody's going to get home at six o'clock because there's going to be a lockdown and i'm very grateful for that moment that i had this thing going because i i didn't have to deal with with my job and stuff like that to do testing and stuff like that i, I just could be where i want to be and find all the good stuff again you know go back to nature and and, and see all that shit well, see, and I think that's what it did for a lot of people too. A lot of people woke up during that time period because they had a lot of their time, a lot of time on their hands because a lot of people were off of work or stayed home or were getting unemployed. I don't know about like where you guys, but a lot of people were getting unemployment that were deemed non-essential and, mm -hmm. you know, the government uh, obviously killing people's, uh, that's another thing that they did though, killing our economy and small businesses and you know, just so that way they don't, there's only corporations and killing mom and pop businesses. And, mm. you know, that's a whole nother thing. But, you know, the one thing though, there, there, there's two sides to every sword, right? Or two sides to every coin. And the one thing that it did, it, it was horrible in that aspect. But on the other hand, now these people are have time to look into things that they never would have had time to look in before. And a lot of people, that's when they started asking questions and researching these things and watching these videos and watching these documentaries and digging in on social media and seeing the stuff others were talking about and saying, hold up, maybe I maybe I should look into this. You know, uh, you have those people that are just going to stay ignorant. They're going to live in ignorant bliss for, just because that 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 that's their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that were like, no, hold on, hold on. I actually want to see what's going on here, you know, because where there's smoke, there just might be a fire. Right? Oh, yeah. You know, well, tell I me more about it. To being some, yeah, I could never be one of these people that just come home with a with a stack of McDonald's cheeseburgers and just plop my ass in front of the TV and watch Fox News. Like hell, no, 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 nah, bro. Like those, like I never was a big news watcher. Anyways, maybe a little bit of local news to find out what the weather is going to be for the mm -hmm. weather report for the week. Or maybe watch like sports clips at the very end, but uh, nah, you know what? I'm I'm done. I don't even need you guys for that. I can go find that out on my own myself. Yeah, <laughs> by walking outside and feeling rain. Yeah, oh, maybe I should put a raincoat on. Oh, maybe I can think <laughs> for myself. It, it's 
you know, and, and all these things together, you know, the indoctrination that we have from school uh, with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, and it goes back thousands of years. And, and as you said, with, with NASA, with the uh, Illuminati, heliocentric or geocentric models, if you dig into it, it makes more sense about the things that they tell, that they cancel and that they censored than with the things that they say, no, 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 do, do the math. Do, do the math. I mean, one and one is two. But if you say like, yeah, it's 66,600, blah, blah, blah. And it, it it goes to the power to 32. I, I mean, I'm I'm gone. I, I'm not thinking for myself. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. George always says that it's their, it's their scientism and they use these. They got a guy in a white coat who's spewing all these astronomical numbers and equations. And it just... And just people be like, oh, well, he's right. And he knows way more than me because he's got a white went to he went to Harvard and he's got a doctorate. And it, it, yep, it, that, that's it. And that's it. They leave it at that. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, question it because it's ridiculous to think of. I mean, just think of this. They say the sun is what, 96 million miles away. I might, you know, million. 93, 90. Yeah, 96 million miles away. OK, but the moon's only 237,000 miles away. But yet, when you look at these things, they can they can eclipse one another, uh-huh. and they they're relevant in size to one another. Do you know the astronomical chances of that? Dude, that is like zero possible, bro. Like, nope. there's no way that these two things are relevant in size to one another, and it's just perfect. Like the 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 they've thrown us off though with a lot of things, like a lot of things that I would implore your listeners to listen into. Is go look how they changed the calendar from a 13-month, 28-day calendar to the current Gregorian calendar, which, by the way, were Catholic monks. And I'm not saying all Catholics are evil. There's good Catholic Christians out there. But let me tell you, the regime that's sitting in the Vatican now and your Pope now, I'm sorry, folks, but, dude, these people are occultists and they are the synagogue of Satan. And Mm. there's been a lot of good people that came out of the Catholic Church and a lot of great things. And I think there's real people that love Jesus that will be saved from the Catholic Church, but the 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 your remnant and your leadership and that whole religion, bro, is just. I'm sorry, bro, but they're the synagogue of Satan, dude. They get they they are part of the end time. They're 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 their spiritual branch. Uh, I'm talking about the Vatican here. They're the spiritual branch of of the three headed snake, right? You got your financial branch in London or Switzerland. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say Switzerland's the head of the snake too. But, you know, you got London and then you got Washington, D.C. and the Vatican, the Trilateral Commission, the three, you know, you got your military power, your financial power and your spiritual power. Then they're part of this end time beast system mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're part of the same secret societies that worship Lucifer, the light bearer. And they believe he is the light bearer that brought light to the world and brought knowledge to mankind in the garden. And that God's this great persecutor and punisher. That's what they think, not what we mm. think. And we, we have to dig more into these topics in, in, in other episodes because I think that the listeners that are listening now for the first time at conspiracies and about uh, flat earth and stuff like that, they're just like wobbling their mind, just like, whoa, 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 whoa slow down. Because <laughs> I know I'm a tornado. We're, we're all fed up. <laughs> we're all fire, brother. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm. I'm. Uh, it's funny because you know, uh, they I'm not into astrology, but these people are. Okay, mm-hmm. they're heavily into astrology. They're he- heavy into numerology. 
there's spiritual significances to the dates that they choose. I'll just let you know that. But you know, it's funny because they say like the Aries is a fire sign, right? And like, dude, I'm definitely like, when I get fired up, I, I go, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm an Aries if, if you, I'm all fire, baby. If you, if you like this stuff, um, I wrote some books from Jim Mars about JFK 9-11, but I also yeah. listened to Santos Bonacci. And yes. if someone knows that guy who's listening right now, I want to get in contact. I want to do a podcast with him. He oh, has some tremendous knowledge he has. He was, I think he was a, a Jehovah Witness. So he studied the Bible. And then uh, he went into numerology and astrology and stuff like that, and he connected the dots. And he has some, he has some. He's a synchronist, is what he calls himself. Exactly, now. exactly. And he has some tremendous knowledge, and it makes sense. So that's that. I think that's for every human being the same, the same perspective. If it makes sense, if it's plausible. Then you could say, "Hey, wait a minute! I think that's that's kind of the that's part of the truth." But if people come up with some stupid numbers or some, it's just like it it is because we tell you because we got a white coat. Hey, guess what? For fifteen dollars, I can get a white coat. I can even get for one dollar a glass, some glasses, and put them on. And maybe you listen to me because I got a white robe on. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should be wearing white coats right now. You know what, dude? I've been I've been trying to contact. I've sent Santos Bonacci multiple messages and stuff. He's a hard guy to track down. Mm. Eventually, one day it'll happen because we're growing. We're getting bigger. And as you get bigger, you attract more bigger fish. I mean, we've had some big ones on Firmamental, though. We've had Dave Weiss. We've had Sean Hibbler. We've had Mark Sargent. We've had David Beverly from NASA. Check you it know, out, guys. Can... Check it out. It's Firmamental Podcast. Really, really dig into some shit. Just like George Hall, yeah, the Flat Earth Files. Yeah, not all of our episodes are Flat Earth, though. But, uh, you know, uh, we actually did recorded one tonight. I recorded, this is my third episode today, bro. I'm boom. I, I know. I don't know how I'm doing it, dude. Coffee, bro. My but, brother uh, is off Yeah, we did, we did one on MMA today. But me and me and Alex did an episode on Firmamental that, where we freaking go uh, we hammer fist the globe, dude. We just hammer fist the globe to a bloody pulp. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think we're going to call it globe killers, actually. <laughs> but, uh, I, dude, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. But what I was going to say, I did want to say this, though. Like, Santos, one of those guys I would love to interview. What I love about him is uh, when he gets into the Christ consciousness and he gets into, um, you know, connecting, like, how our bodies are the true temple. You know, and and uh, and connecting with the the oneness with the Father, and like how it relates to, you know, what we've yeah. been taught, but also the secret societies, and talking about yeah, dude, he, he and and synchronism, like he, he's very interesting. I, mm -hmm. I I don't know about all that stuff, you know what I mean? Because I I know a lot of people talk about it like like a crisis being a consciousness. But I also, I, and I believe that to be true, but I believe also he was very physical and was physically here and did exactly what he said he did. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm also into the Christ consciousness thing. So it, it, it's cool because there is, there's, there's, there's a physical nature and the spiritual nature. They both, they both exist, right? And he means uh, crazy well, music. Sorry. Yeah, he, dude, dude, his guitar, he wow, amazing. Yes. Wow. And and he likes the music that we were listening to also, like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. He's really oh, he loves Led Zeppelin. That's his favorite band. 
Yeah, uh, dude. Yes, but he, and, and and he's a flamenco guitar player, and he's amazing. I actually have all. I downloaded all of his albums on Spotify, and uh, I went ham on those. I that which I, I don't know if you guys know what ham is. It's an acronym that we use here in America. Hard as a mother. Okay. So I went. I went. I went ham. I went ham on some Santos Bonacci for a while. I'm glad you brought that up because it's been a quite a while since I listened to one of his albums. But they're tremendous, beautiful, mostly uh, mostly uh, acapella, just uh, not acapella, but uh, instrumental guitar. It's, it's instrumental, yeah, yeah. Who, who needs yeah. voice if you can express yourself by emotional of of playing guitar or, or whatever kind of music it is? It's it's just like the song from Metallica, Orion. It's such a Wow. So, and you think, oh, when is he starting to sing? He's not going to sing. And after the song, you think, oh, that's good that he shut it up because the, the instrumental is bringing you to the higher level. And I love to listen to, to uh, classical music also, like Beethoven and Bach. Oh, dude. Like that. Wow. It, I can cry with that music, man. I can cry because it's so intense. Bro, I, w- I will tell people right now, man. I was shown this in a classical music appreciation class when I was in college. And I, I wish I remember my professor's name, but he showed us Monteverde, the Othello, uh, Othello, uh, Othello, I think it is, or Orfeo, El Orfeo. It's El Orfeo, E-L-O-R-F-E-O from Monteverde. Go watch the whole uh, production of the of the opera on YouTube, oh my lord, that is just woo. Wow, that's the good stuff right there. Yeah, I like that stuff. I, I mean, Tchaikovsky, Chopin, Beethoven, Mozart, all dude, all that stuff, bro. I I love classical music too, especially classical piano, dude. Oh, like yeah. when when I, when I study or read, like you really want to, at least for me, what tantalizes my brain when I'm reading scripture and it really helps me focus is if I play just uh, uh there's there's a playlist that I'll send you. It's called it's called soft piano uh, classical playlist off of uh, um, Spotify that I downloaded that I'm going to send you. When you read books, just let this play in the background. It, it's wow. like it opens up this whole new new universe of your brain. And it's the frequency, guys. It's the frequency. Did they adjust the frequency of music? The the, the 440, and it's it should be 442. I think it was, and. Um, if you if and and especially for me when I when I play guitar and I can I I tune it just like with my earring with my hearing I should say it makes more sense than the tuner itself because the tuner itself is just a me- mechanism right but sometimes you think hey, I tune it with the tuner but it doesn't sound that good and then you tune it by ear and then it makes sense when the chords when you play and stuff like that and I can I can get hours into my into my own things that i do and 80 percent is maybe not that good 10 percent is brilliant and the other 10 percent is like hey wow oh i i have to dug into more in, in, into that uh, in that uh, that thing you know andre rieu uh do i know him yeah i just didn't want to remind you man i've been running hard on some podcasts and i'm gonna be running out of battery so i don't want us to cut off we should okay. probably taper it down Okay. But uh, I did want to say this. I am glad that vinyl music is coming back mm. because it has been scientifically proven that when you listen to digital music, it produces a different sound than when you listen to stereophonic music. And I forgot the whole breakdown, 
but literally our brains are able to register notes and music like a tuning fork when it's listened stereophonically and not digitally. It mm -hmm. actually produces a sound that actually changes the human like exactly psyche. Yeah. Yeah, that's and and if you if if you if you listen to this podcast, you got so many things write some things down. I will I will uh, put some show notes in it uh so you can dig uh, uh, dig some uh, uh stuff up for yourself so some books maybe some videos and stuff like that and it, it, it we can we can uh end it too you know i know you like to ask people about some of their favorite things so we could do that yeah yeah, yeah dude i mean this is much better than the last time right oh man it's, it's it, night and day this <laughs> is night and day but hey that's life you know Yes, light, light, and, and we talked about it. Darkness and stuff like that. <laughs> so we're gonna dig into ten questions I have for my guest. So and I didn't mean to cut you off because I would keep going, but man, I like yeah. We, we're gonna do episode two, three, four, five. You, you, we're, we're gonna dig into more topics. Then we can we can dive into more deeper. Then and, oh, I'm uh, coming back, dude. I'm coming back. And so I, next time we can run a long one because you and Alex went like two and a half hours, bro. Two and a half hours. <laughs> With fun and with some really good conversations that we also have, Rule. Um, Alex is amazing. That's my co-host. <laughs> he's the co-host of the Firmament. Check it out. And uh, also the the the, uh, the episode you did with Claude, with the producer. He yes. was he was uh, beating up Chat GPT guys. He yes. was he was <laughs> he was he was really getting into a fight with the the things that Chad GPT said, and he was just, you know, he was the keyboard warrior. Okay, bring it on, bro. So you got this answer. What about this? Check that episode out. It's it's amazing. amazing. So basically, my producer he beat Chat GPT into a corner where he exposed the programmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, we got ten questions for my guest. Raul, what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. What's your favorite music? Uh, depends on the mood that I'm in, but uh, man, now that I'm older and at my age, man, I really like uh, classic country music. Okay. What's your favorite movie or series? Uh, my favorite movie is The Earthling, which I know I sent to you and you watch. That's an amazing movie. It's an old 1981 movie with Ricky Schroeder and uh, William Holden, and it's just a story of 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 uh, two people, two different ages, on two separate paths that their lives converge on one another, and it's a story of survival and uh, human mm -hmm. triumph over tragedy. I don't know; it's just a beautiful movie. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, the Earthling, man. Not too many people know. Go look it up. It's uh, pretty my favorite. My yeah, my favorite TV series of all time. <laughs> I'm a cartoon watcher, man. Uh, I love me some SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, okay, SpongeBob. Okay, uh, then we go to the next question. What's your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book is War is a Racket from Smedley P. Butler. Okay, I'm going to check that one out. What's your favorite uh, booze beverage? Uh, when I am drinking, which I'm taking a break from right now, uh, you know what? Uh, I like margaritas, but, uh, I'm a, dude, I'm a, 
I like a really good whiskey and just give it to me straight up. Give me a nice shot of whiskey, maybe a, with a with a ice cube in it or something. But yeah, a uh, good. I, I like Irish whiskey. Okay. Oh yeah, like Jameson stuff like that. Oh yeah, Jameson do for sure. Okay. What's your favorite food rule? Uh, Italian food. But I, I, I love New Mexican food. We have our own style of Mexican food. It's called New Mexican food. And uh, okay. I love my home home style. But uh, but uh, Italian food, man, I, I dude, I you, you guys have calzones over there? Oh, yes. I, I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a part Italian. <laughs> I'll tear up a calzone. I'll tear up a calzone, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Cool. Um, what kind of clothing do you wear the, the most? Or the what's your favorite? clothing that you wear uh, in the summertime cargo shorts and uh basketball shoes with uh with probably like a sleeveless shirt you know what i mean with the thermal uh, mental cast on it yeah showing off showing <laughs> off the tattoos and the guns with uh with a baseball hat on backwards and in the winter time uh give me a nice hoodie um some good blue jeans or a good pair of cargo pants and a and a pair of uh combat boots. Okay. What's your and, uh, and and a fedora hat. Oh, uh, the Italian style comes back again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's your favorite holiday destination? Uh I I want to I mean I I obviously tropical places are awesome dude but I dude I really want to go to Europe bro I've never been and I I would love to just go uh I mean just all through Europe. Oh uh, we, we got some really brilliant brilliant uh architecture and old style really old style buildings and stuff like that. You you're going to love it. When you come here I I, I want to see France, trip. Spain, Ireland, you know, England, Italy all those places, man. I want to go by to the Netherlands, man. Yeah, That's oh yeah, for sure. Going on here. Okay, we got the last two questions. What's your favorite quote? Uh, this is a fairly new one, but dude, I have a, a cousin who's an amazing artist. She's going to be coming on the Firmamental podcast soon because she's wrote several poetry books. Her name is Brianna Vahill. If you want to check her out, um, she's actually dude. She's got seven hundred and seventy thousand followers on facebook and like eighty thousand followers on instagram dude wow yeah dude she's pretty badass dude um she's awesome i'm actually at her house right now uh-huh and what else uh, yeah yeah but uh she's amazing she writes poetry she's 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 another testament to to triumph over tragedy she's had some crazy dark relationships and stuff that happened to her when she's a little girl and now she's uh She's a high-ranking person in the medical field, and she's the most hardworking person and one of the best mothers I know. So shout out to her. But my favorite quote is from her. It's a short little poem, and it's called Crown Skeletons. Mm -hmm. She said, I pulled out all of my skeletons, crowned them, and planted roses at their feet. Now my enemies have nothing to use to threaten me. I thought that was pretty profound. Wow. Wow. What is your life motto, bro? Uh, protect your dome, baby. Protect, protect your, your dome. dome. Protect what we feed it spiritually, physically. Yeah, you got to watch what we feed our brains. Mm. 
Rob, from this side, I know that the, the time's running up and time goes really fast. I end every podcast saying protect it's... your dome, so I got to say that. Exactly, exactly. Um, for, for, for now, I want to thank you for hopping on on this podcast. It, it was a really good time that we had again. And uh, as you said, that this is day and night from the podcast that we did before. Uh, we got some really true uh, new knowledge and, and some really nice things going on that people can dig into. And uh, I will uh, uh, get get some links in the show description. And uh, I'll give you the last word, Ru. Um And, and from, from, from here, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, hugs to you and shout out to, uh, to everyone who's listening. A lot of love. And... Uh, from my side, chaos creates harmony, and uh, uh, <laughs> let's get some more things done. So, uh, Raul, I give you the last word, man. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for bringing me on, disorganized, and uh, just wanted to let your listeners know they can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. We are the Firmamental. Go check us out on Instagram. We have been shadow banned on there, so I should have a lot more followers, but they keep flagging me for false information. But we know in the truth community, that's a badge of honor. But we post a lot of interesting stuff on there. Um, I always put a random song of the day. You never know. It could be hip hop one day, metal one day, country one day, classical one day. You never know. I just random stuff I put up on there. Um, but uh, go follow us. We're Firmamental5 on Instagram. Uh, I know Alex just created, we're going to be creating a Facebook group of podcasters. So you need to get in on this Facebook group. We'll all be administrators. We'll all share each other's episodes on there. It's an idea that we've had, and it's a good way to build all of our platforms. So we'll probably put you up on there. We'll put Scipio's dispatches from reality on there. Get, uh, Derek Stitt from talking Stitt, of course, firma mental. Uh, I'll talk to the guys over at permaculture Pincast, maybe some other ones we've been rubbing elbows with and start this podcasting community on Facebook. Alex is going to be running that for, for us. Cause I don't really want to do too much social media. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be starting that. So be looking out for us there. Be looking out for us doing, uh, uh, video casting here soon. We're getting set up to start doing video casting. And, uh, you want to reach out to me, man. My email will be in the show description, but it's, uh, Raul R A U L at the firmamental podcast.com. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Thanks for having me and uh, much love, my friend. Thank you. Have a great day, great night, great evening, wherever you are on this beautiful plain earth. Yep. Jesus loves you. Peace. Fulfill my dreams Never running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right And couldn't fulfill my dreams He's pain in the ass Black as night God shone the light Hold me tight I've been running for all my life With the devil on my heels wasn't always right and doesn't fulfill my dreams. God showed me the light. Please hold me tight. 
couldn't fulfill my dreams. I've been running for all my life. With the devil on my heels, she wasn't always right. And couldn't fulfill my dreams. He's a pain in the ass. Black as night. God showed me the light. He's a pain in the ass. Black as night. God showed me the light.